How's it going guys? So this is a medium difficulty question for surgery for 2CK. I know this can feel very iffy when you're first studying, but I will keep things real fucking clean and concise without wasting your fucking time. All right. So before we get started, I will be an asshole like I usually am. Tell you to subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. I really appreciate it. And find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. The link is down below. Find me on Telegram. Recently created a Telegram group and channel. Links are down below. Now let's hop into the actual question here. 81-year-old woman, chronic AFib, severe abdo pain for the past two hours. Physical exam shows mild abdo tenderness. You need to know as a baseline standard past level diagnosis, this is acute mesenteric ischemia. Now I said this is a medium difficulty question because we obviously expand upon things, but you need to know that if you have a left atrial mural thrombus in the setting of AFib, that that can launch off to the brain, cause a stroke or TIA, go to the eye, uh, Acute retinal artery occlusion can cause uh, acute mesenteric ischemia if it goes to the SMA or IMA, as we have here, or it can even go to the femoral popliteal vessels, cause acute limb ischemia. Patients classically and colloquially get pain out of proportion to the physical exam. So this patient has severe abdo pain, holy shit, but the physical exam, nothing outrageous. Uh, bowel sounds are absent. Uh, this is a nonspecific finding that can cause a lot of fucking confusion on USMLE. It does not necessarily mean that we have complete obstruction. It can also be seen in the setting of stress, sympathetic activation, okay? So uh, as we have here, clearly, fecal cold blood is positive. Uh, this is also a nonspecific finding that caused confusion. We, of course, have to uh, consider differentials such as you know, diverticular bleed, colorectal cancer, angiodysplasia, IBD, et cetera, pancreatitis, I've seen it. Um, but these two findings, bowel sounds and fecal cold blood, nothing to get pulled into. Leukocytes elevated, we obviously want a normal range four to 11, this is 25. We obviously wanna consider things like infection, sepsis, but, but we can also get elevated leukes in the setting of stress as we have here, sympathetic activation. Arterial blood gas, now look, I know some of you are gonna feel a bit weak on your acid base. This is why we do step one before step two. It's somewhat, uh, implied that we know this stuff already. Now we've clearly got a low pH, normal range 7.35 to 4.5. CO2 should be 33 to 44. So we have CO2 at the lower end of normal. CO2 is acidic, we're blowing it off. So therefore the only way it's possible to have a low pH in the setting of a low CO2 is if we have a metabolic acidosis and low bicarb, which is due to lactic acidosis in this case. If we have decreased oxygen delivery to tissues, we're gonna have increased anaerobic respiration and lactic acid production. Very fucking high yield for USMLE, especially for shock, okay? I mean, hypovolemic, cardiogenic, septic, I've seen it. I've seen it all, okay? Lactic acidosis, very important. But that explains our low pH here, ischemia. Abdominal x-ray shows a nonspecific gas pattern. We do uh, abdo x-ray, AXR, when we're looking for gas, okay? You might do it for volvulus, see a coffee bean appearance in an elderly patient. Uh, you might do it for uh, toxic megacolon, okay? Shown in large cecum, they say 12 centimeter cecum. I've seen that finding um, on questions. And also uh, chest and abdominal x-rays, the combo I've seen uh, for when you're looking for viscous rupture, air under the diaphragm, if you have an, a duodenal perforation, okay? Very fucking high yield. So. They probably did it here because the bowel sounds are absent. So we just have to at least cover our bases, rule out a physical obstruction. Let me just hop through the answer choices. Colonoscopy, wrong fucking answer. I mean, look, uh, obviously a myriad of things we could do colonoscopy for. Uh, we want to di diagnose cancer. We want to do um, uh, diagnose IBD. Okay, so colonoscopy has its utility, but in the setting of acute mesenteric ischemia, it's not what we do. 
CT scan of the abdomen, wrong fucking answer. Now look, this is high yield for how we diagnose diverticulitis. You need to know that you don't do colonoscopy in acute diverticulitis because you could cause perforation. Same thing for toxic colon. You do not do colonoscopy. Uh, when the diverticulitis uh, heals, when the patient convalesces, weeks to months later, you schedule follow-up, do a colonoscopy to rule out uh, colon cancer as a, an etiology for the diverticulitis. Uh, choice C, exploratory celiotomy is our correct answer. Now look, every fucking student says, what the fuck, when they see celiotomy. This is a vocabulary exercise. This isn't because I'm trying to be entertaining here. This is literally what shows up in the 2CK and BME forms, okay? Celiotomy just means laparotomy. If you Google it, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like celiotomy, same thing as laparotomy? Never heard of that. I know, it's weird, okay? It's like this uh, This shows up on the 2CK uh, NBME subject specific forms, the clinical mastery series forms. You're going to do a laparotomy if a patient is unstable, has low blood pressure, or if a patient has acute mesenteric ischemia. It's what they want. You're not going to do laparoscopy in these patients. Laparoscopy, more conservative, if the patient has normal blood pressure, or if they if they just have something like an, uh, an appendectomy that needs performed and the patient doesn't have low blood pressure. Cholecystectomy that needs to be, needs to be performed if the patient doesn't have low blood pressure. But in the setting of uh, SMA or IMA occlusion in uh, mesenteric ischemia, we are going to have to remove necrotic bowel, okay? And that's why a laparotomy slash celiotomy, holy shit, is what we do. Now, some students will say, but I don't get it. I thought like giving IV saline is like a very typical answer on USMLE. It is. And you might say, well, wouldn't we at least give this patient saline first? We would, but we definitely wouldn't observe, okay? We definitely are going to intervene with a celiotomy. Uh, you need to know Ringer lactate is the same thing for all intents and purposes on USMLE as just 0.9% normal saline. I believe Ringer lactate might have a little bit of potassium in there, maybe some phosphate. But as I said, for USMLE, Ringer lactate and 0.9% sodium chloride, uh, just it's same thing for normal saline, all right? Um, paracentesis, wrong answer, but very important vocabulary word for 2CK. This is just aspirating fluid uh, from the peritoneal cavity. Uh, this is what's done for SPP, spontaneous bacterial peritonitis. Do not confuse this with pericardiocentesis, okay? A lot of students do that. SPP, obviously, it's a lengthy discussion of itself. I've made other questions on it. But if a patient has diffuse abdo pain, a high temperature, has cirrhosis, hemochromatosis, hep B, hep C, alcoholism, uh, has nephrotic syndrome, or is undergoing peritoneal dialysis, uh, we could do a paracentesis where we look for two, greater than 250 white cells per high-powered field. We, we do a gram stain of the fluid. We give ceftriaxone. So look, as I said, I'm not going to make this a 49-minute clip where we talk about every little fucking detail, but that's your concise uh, clip here. You know the deal. I'm going to continue to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel, and I appreciate your time. That's it.